Welcome to another episode of Swadeshi Videshi with me, Sudhanshu. And today, my guest is Arundhati Prasad, who is a art director here in New York City for an ad agency. Arundhati, it's good to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. And you just started a, a podcast of your own. That is right. What's it called? It's called Design for Good. Mm-hmm. And it's about um, people and creatives mostly who want to make a change in the world somehow like impact social change and do good it's basically like design Mm. for good good design for good is what i meant all right that's nice so uh again the viewers know this but to explain to you you know so this she focuses on on basically india from an insider and outsider's perspective um and i try to interview you know people who are actually working on different issues, politics, policy, uh, social issues, um, and then also interview, you know, young people like us who are, who are getting into it, who are affected by these issues, and kind of pick at different things in an in a insider-outsider perspective. Um, today, I want to I wanna talk to you about, about, obviously, politics, but not necessarily, you know, the, the dark, meaty, needy stuff that we talk about, but something that's kind of looked past, beyond, over, and which is what you work on, design, and what you're passionate about, design and, and branding, um, when it comes to, you know, governance. Um, I, can you explain that a bit better for our viewers about, like, what you're really trying to do, what you're passionate about when it comes to kind of merging these two vast ideas? Because, uh, you know, yes, we have a creative, you know, side that's really going out there, but when we, when we think about uh, India's governance... Um, you know, we talk about ease of governance, we talk about non-corruption, we talk about this, but 
especially how it impacts us. Uh, we don't really talk, think and consider about design and branding and, and, and our cities and, and in our, our settings that we live in. Absolutely. And um, so to start with, I think design is a very broad subject. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, you know, making something look pretty or making something look attractive and, you know, get attention. Yes, there are ways that you can do that through it. Mm-hmm. But the sole purpose of it is to solve problems, hmm. you know, to think of creative solutions to better a situation. Mm-hmm. And in governance, as we all know, in administration, you come across multiple such situations where you have to solve problems. Hmm. And whether or not people would like to accept it, there are ways that you can do that creatively. So my area of interest, and I'm sure there are so many people in the world who do it, um, and I'm sure people in India too are doing it. It's just that like we don't have a body in the government that sort of like says or, or acknowledges th- these people. But um, my area of interest is to design for the people who sort of, you know, like who want to live in the mm. cities that they inhabit and they want to live well. They want to not get stuck in the logistics of getting to work or getting home, you know, and, and like not feel frustrated in where they live or or don't feel like you know things aren't you know they don't they don't feel sense feel a sense of belonging or like there's no sort of attachment to where they where they live and it's more towards cities and the history of mm-hmm. those cities that's that's my interest but there are so many different ways that right. design can impact it you know whether it's about how you you're being communicated to through mm-hmm. the government mm-hmm. how are they getting information out to you you know all of that is important and once once you use a tool like design whether it's graphics or it's you know any kind of multimedia and design for the people who you're governing i feel like there is a, a total shift in the way they perceive the people who are gov- governing them the government itself you don't you don't alienate the people who are who are governing you feel like you know they're doing things for you and and they're thoughtful about the way that they communicate to you um and coming back to what we're talking about cities and how um, they, they need to be places where you know people feel a sense of belonging I feel like there are two things that could happen there one is the person who inhabits the city like the citizen do they feel like they belong do they feel proud of where they live and the second is the perception of the city to an outsider hmm. so I feel like these are two very important things that in the future I would like to really kind of explore. So just to clarify, um, we're not talking about, let's say, you know, urban planning, smart cities, how people live within these cities, but more focusing on the design branding aspect of uh, kind of, uh, you know, focusing on the identity of a city, the identity of people that belong in that city and, and, and what you were talking about, that communication. So when we think about it and what a lot of, you know, conversations that have occurred in India has been a lot about, you know, how we're living. So like if I have to go to point A to point B, um, you know, what will I encounter within that Absolutely. area? Yeah. You know, what, what which, can I use public transport? Do I have to use private? What are the modes and mediums, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it, so that has been the real contention in mm-hmm. terms of when we think about urban planning and, mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. development and, mm-hmm. and all these schemes. Mm-hmm. Whereas not a lot of focus, I feel, has been kind of focusing on this, whether you want to call it heritage, whether you want to. And actually, I'm going to take that back. There has been focus on focus on, on redeveloping. You know, you have the ASI, you have all these other different bodies where 
you know, lacklusterly, they do kind of rejuvenate like our history, our heritage, our identity, our traditions, uh, physical and non-physical and, and et cetera. And we have a ministry of culture. But what you're really thinking about and, and focusing on is is the aesthetics, the vibes, and, and, and the communication part of it. Absolutely. The overall identity of a city is what mm. I'm thinking about. And this mostly comes from like, the amount of time that I've spent away from my home city, which is Delhi. And mm-hmm. I honestly, like, the more time I spend away from it, the more I kind of, like, learn to admire it right. for the history that it stands for, for the food and the culture and the people that live in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've lived in a few cities over the past five years, and I felt like there have been cities that are wonderful and, like, have so much history and things to offer, and there have been cities that really don't, you know? Mm-hmm. And but they, they've still been able to kind of establish this vibe or like or cultivate or, like or, a identity of its an own, identity yeah. and they don't really have like too much heritage to speak about <laughs> but you know they have like a few things or a few attractions where they're like oh we have this come like you know pay like so much money and go see this like thing right. on top of a hill which is made, made like 10 years ago yeah. and I'm, I'm like i come from a city where like you know people who um I don't know, I read this in, in a book somewhere that the only other city, the two cities in the world where if you dig up anywhere, like 10 feet or something, you'll mm-hmm. find something from like a different era and mm-hmm. it's, it's either Rome or Delhi. Oh. And we don't realize that, you know, we don't realize that like there's so much history that we're sitting on. Like mm-hmm. we're, we, we breathe it every day. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I where I live, it's the first, it's in Lalkot. That's the first city of Delhi. I didn't know that till like much later. Like it's not like we're taught it in school or made to feel like, yeah. oh, you know, that's so, it's so great that you're right. here. And and I feel like we really need that. For Indian cities, there are so many things that you could offer. Like, you know, there's there's a Delhi that's so different from Bombay. There's a, mm. there's a Varanasi that's so different from a Bhopal or a, yeah. or a zero in Arunachal that's so different from... Uh, a Kochi in Kerala, like it is so different. Each city has so much to offer, whether it's the food, the language, the you know the the sites and the heritage. And there has to be, you know, there there have been campaigns. There are ad agencies that work on mm-hmm. the the campaign for states. Like you know, there was the for the overall, overall country. There's like you know, incredible, incredible India. India. There's for Rajasthan. Mm-hmm. There's Jani Kam Jani Kamal Jai. Big Jai. Jai. For Kerala, there was God's own country. Yeah, right. and, and Madhya Pradesh has its own. So, and they've done like a good job on that. You yeah. know, just to just to get the perception right. But when you go to a city, do you feel like oh my god, I've arrived in this place that that like breathes some kind of like different air and it has you know there's so much to to speak about there's so much to do but you don't you don't ever like instantly get that feeling mm. and a lot of times we ourselves as indians were tourists to these cities mm-hmm. and like you know if you go yeah. to like a pune what's the first thing you see like how do you how does that how do you separate a pune from a bombay do you know mm, no. is there something that and that's also because urban cities have somehow kind of taken a similar shape. They're all the same, yeah. You know, they're all kind of boxing themselves. They all have a social. They all have a social, (laughs) absolutely. They all have Starbucks (laughs) now. But they all, there's some kind of like box that they're fitting into and they're losing the uniqueness that you would want to find. Mm. You know, like, I remember um, I went to Jodhpur for a short while and we had a heritage walk in the morning, like my family and I, we decided to go on a heritage walk like early mm-hmm. in the morning and it was so beautifully done and that's like one thing that kind of like emphasized this for me, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I was like, I really need to kind of pursue something that 
engages young people who are visiting and whatever so the, this group of like college students organized a, a heritage walk where you like which are in in a lot of cities though. in a lot yeah. of cities yeah. and and this was and i've done it in delhi before yeah. and i've done it in you know a couple other cities but i felt like this was so well curated so it was early in the morning and they like we biked around the bowlies and like you know mm-hmm. the the main thoroughfare which is you know which has bazaars and things like that and there's a ghanta ghar they they you know they have a little spot there mm-hmm. where you only there only like halwais and they give you some chai like all these things were thought about yeah. and we come from a history of detail yeah of this kind like you know there's a there's a space designated for halwais like mm-hmm. you know there's a building that was constructed so that they can make their things with ease like all of that detail existed but we've somehow kind of like lost that or failed to acknowledge it or like bring it forward mm. because we're lost in like this general urban city yeah yeah so i mean one thing that i want to go back to is when a comparative aspect so a lot of the viewers that might be listening you know might have studied um in the states and you know uh, the history that we're taught uh in the states especially um you know it's so uh overdone mm-hmm. yeah, but but then you think about it and the time scale is only 300 years less than 300 years yeah, everything's wrapped up absolutely uh, a little bit more than maybe 315 that's about mm-hmm. it right whereas you know that's just inching the surface of a city like delhi or you know a, a city or civilizations that have occurred past in india and we're still yet not able to you know make it into something like so vast that it yeah. it already is and it's just like a small example that i'd like to give is the you know cuz we're in new york and yeah. and the i heart new york campaign yeah. so the person who designed the i heart new york logo is milton glaser he's a graphic designer pretty famous and mm-hmm. till date we associate the city with that mm-hmm. you know we we it's the big apple it's the city of dreams the city that never sleeps right. there's so much not that i'm saying that it's not offering all of these things mm-hmm. it stands for a lot mm-hmm. of things and there are truths to everything that we believe mm-hmm. but it's the biggest branding campaign that mm-hmm. exists and is right before you right and i keep telling people who visit me or like whatever i'm like you know there's stuff to do you can like go to the museums you can eat at places and they're like but what else can you do in new york mm-hmm. i'm like it's the feeling you know it's yeah, the it's feeling, feeling of being here so, and that feeling has been built over time mm-hmm. with people buying into that story of mm-hmm. i heart new york of the city of dreams of the city that never sleeps and it's built over very like conscious curated efforts, efforts yeah so uh, if if that's the, what you're talking about i mean it would make it a lot easier for me but also a lot of viewers um you said you're from delhi right and and comparatively living in new york it's the i heart the you know the audacity to dream ambitious city that never sleeps compare that to if you had your way a case study of delhi what would you branded as what well, we you know what would these vibes be that mm-hmm. you would give or to someone you know that a mm-hmm. layman like me like what would you want to kind of give that as mm-hmm. like like you know someone so, like so obviously like this is, it's like a pressure situation i can't mm-hmm. think of like a tagline off the top of yeah, my head but, but i'm just saying that what we usually identify ourselves as people with big hearts yeah, dilwalon ki dilli you know yeah. and Which they've tried they've a tried a little bit but they yeah. haven't fully succeeded like mm-hmm. if you ask somebody who's and people it's a radio jingle it's a radio jingle and people don't If you ask somebody who's visiting India, they definitely will do the Golden Triangle, right? They'll land in Delhi, go to Jaipur, and do Agra, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Do they come back with knowing that they know probably that Jaipur is a, is a pink city, mm-hmm. and Jaipur to an extent has tried that, you know, yeah. like they've got Gandhi Bazaar that's like all fully like curated, mm-hmm. nicely done, and whatever mm-hmm. else. Uh, 
and there are places in delhi that are trying to like there's a dharampura haveli that has like a full face like right. you can get the experience of a haveli there in pockets it's happened but there are markets like let's say nehru place or kanot place or or like um i don't know mehrchand market you go to these little little parts of delhi or or like southex and all of that and over time i feel like they're all looking the same you know yeah. with the same kind of hoardings the same kind of stuff that's going up and down so i feel i would definitely first highlight that you know this city has seven cities within it mm-hmm. you go from one within the metro i would somehow try and highlight that oh mm-hmm. like you're crossing now you're crossing lal kot going into shahjanabad you're going to yeah, purani yeah. delhi you're going to um, you know tughlaqabad or whatever yeah. and it's not like you you trying to like tran- you know warp into that time thing, yeah, but yeah, yeah. you should be able be to be conscious be conscious that you know like you're you're living and breathing this right and there has to be some kind of difference in mm. the way that it's structured like you're entering this space and it looks slightly different but also and, preserving that space because we're really focused on just tearing things down and building like cookie cutter buildings yeah, yes. you know like, like ah, it frustrates me so much because i've seen this especially in rural areas so Uh, a lot of let's say these government buildings that were during the British time. So not just like um, you know 1940s, right? When pre, but like 30s, 20s, 1910s, and you know you have all these like significances that that probably like occurred in these buildings because they were at that point like a point of central. Absolutely. And now people just tear them down. The government is tearing them down to you know have these cooker cutter like rest houses and government buildings and stuff of that nature without preserving them. um there's no conscious effort to preserve these yeah. areas even though you know it's a time that we want to kind of forget like all oh, this but that in itself comes with history mm-hmm. right that in itself comes for with sure. audacity for, sure. for indians to believe that hey this was here yeah. we had the ability to you know mm-hmm. go past mm-hmm. that and beyond this and in gainer i think another reason that we can't look at a city and say that oh this is this type of architecture that's in this city or um you know we we associate cities with a monument or like let's say or oh, this is like an attraction or like a tourist attraction that we could go to but because our culture is such that it's so um you know we've been we have mughal influence if you go down south there's you know the whole chola type mm. of um, architecture there's the um you know in hampi there's it's different the vijayanagar empire the, all these styles of architecture are so different that you can't mm. you can't call it all indian architecture you know you can't really kind of classify it like that um so i feel like we when we construct new things and this is more of urban planning that i'm not really an expert at but mm-hmm. when when we construct new buildings mm-hmm. when we make new complexes for people to live in you know like there's this in the green uh, flyover area that is building like new um, mm-hmm. buildings for officers i think i'm forgetting if it's like a metro enclave or something mm-hmm. but it's like a new building complex basically and i feel like no thought went into that like what are the who is the architect they're appointing like to make it look like any other kind of dusty layered building that wouldn't happen anywhere else you know like right. if they're going to make a high there has to be some sort of thought about how are we going to make this look aesthetic or how are we going to make this look like it it belongs to the city Yeah. You know, we don't have a skyline. We don't have we can't have a skyline. I'm yeah. not saying that that's the that's the yeah. agenda. But there are ways to to like unify the branding of the city. Mhm. Right? Yeah. New York has a skyline. I'm not saying that we can at any point compare a New York to a Bombay or like a, or any like American or foreign city to an Indian city yeah. because they're so different at, at many levels. 
but there are so many ways to have a system that the city follows to unify to unify the way that it communicates to the people who live in it and the, to the people who li- who visit it and i feel like that makes such a big difference no i mean that makes sense to me um but let's stay away from the urban planning because that's none that's of our <laughs> but sure. especially about the communicated like communication um that these cities and and especially the state right mm-hmm. the system can do um you talked about you know is there a city do you think first of all like you talked about state branding right the you know god's own country etc do you think we're too large that we need to really focus on these cities because these cities are so vast and different right For sure. For um sure. I, I you know coming from haryana i know two or three cities kurukshetra pani but um at least that you know go way beyond mm-hmm. and, and are mm-hmm. it would be historic ancient and mm-hmm. then a very british era colonial time period of karnal which was like the british headquarters for you know punjab at one point so all these three cities in this very small state have such vast cultures and identities but no one talks about it you yeah. know i come here in new york city and i'll go to union square and people from the uh, uh baps whatever will be doing the gita and all that stuff and they'll know about kurukshetra Right, yeah, and then yeah. you know it's super hard that to figure out that you know, Krukshetra is the place where the Gita was delivered, the sermon was delivered. They have this you know place called Jyotisar where supposedly the tree where you know uh, the individual like gave his sermon mm-hmm. from. So you know these like in a way like you know this in the Western society where it's all been like oh my gosh this and then yeah, in our daily lives absolutely. it's just there in and ruins. It's sad in a way it's sad like you know there's no it's no mystery that our country. has content in every corner you know like yeah. you don't you don't have to really try to find it it's you don't need content there. creators you just need <laughs> you to, just like, need to yeah. like pick up something yeah and right? curate it yeah and i i feel like that's the, the sad part is that because there's so much mm-hmm. people tend to push it aside yeah push it aside not value it as much and um and i think it is important for individual cities to be branded also mm-hmm. because I mean it's a big country the states are big and within the state there's so, so much. much like yeah. you can't you know you'll say like okay within Rajasthan you can say that oh you know there's a Jaisalmer a Jodhpur or Jaipur or Udaipur or Agnes don't like yeah. end to this but each city is so different mm. you know they have different rulers they have different food um dance and clothing Everything. all of that varies so i think there's enough content to sort of like you know in cash or like not in cash is the wrong word but it, it there's enough content to explore and say that you know i can make a a system or 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 like a story for each city and that's totally possible yeah okay because like let's say rajasthan as a whole already has some kind of a brand through that campaign they can stick to that but the city has its own you know like governance has mm. its own administration they can totally put in, put in the yeah. the funds or the efforts to to brand it to have have some kind of identity and like you said is it important to have cities or states branded i think this whole like narrative of the smart cities that we spoke about that also focuses on cities having an identity and smart cities are mostly for tier 2 cities so mm-hmm. you know there'd be like a, a kochi or a yeah. uh bhubaneswar or wherever and apart from there being like you know more public spaces and better infrastructure one thing that they sort of mark out as a feature is that the city has to have an identity it needs to be unique mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. people need to be be able to associate the city with something they saw something they ate mm-hmm. or an overall vibe and that vibe obviously is created by people mm-hmm. and you know their shared history language culture all of that and i feel like it's it's an exchange people will feel that if you make them feel like they belong mm-hmm. and they need to yeah. feel proud of where they live to be able to kind of like promote it to other people who are visiting No, oh, fantastic. So, last question. Um, you know that we are uh, during an election period at this time, and by the time this uh, podcast releases, we might not know who the next government is or about to. Um, I want to know, you know, if you wanted to recommend something for the next government when it comes to design and branding, what would ideally would you want to do? Um, a suggestion, something that we could really work on. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously I can't speak for the whole country because it's too big and we should start small at yeah. first but I feel like federally even each sort of state city town mm-hmm. area that has its own you know uh, we we you know the thing is that we do have certain systems in place it's just the implementation of those systems that we've always kind of like fallen short and that's that's the problem with our with our mm-hmm. system it's just that like people we're not able to implement all the things that we write down and kind of promote. Right. I would say that there definitely needs to be a a governing body mm-hmm. that promotes design mm-hmm. and uh branding of of any space and sort of like figures out what people want, what is the what is the like what's the culture they're breathing, you know. and be able to translate that on the street so that people feel a sense of belonging from where they come from if you ask somebody from like let's say hong kong like you know what is it about like what what's hong kong about they'll give you a list of things you know like we can do this and we go you know like there's a whole culture about the about the trains and in, in um in hong kong or like even in new york there are all these things and that culture exists in delhi too but we need to be able to package that well and that's so important and i feel like with the com- coming government i think I mean obviously I don't want to get into like yeah who's coming in or whatever but it's just that um I feel like they really need to stress on having a body or like a, a group of people who decide the look and feel the aesthetic the the design sensibilities mm. of so, the city So so you're proposing a, a ministry of design Absolutely that's right. what I was getting at a <laughs> ministry of design we definitely need it <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much Arnathy for coming on and um I hope you enjoyed the little conversation. Thank you so much for having me. This was great. And we'll be back next week with another episode uh of Sudeshi Videshi and until then, um keep listening. Contact me on Twitter at Sudanshu.